And we're live with the Chester Sky Show. Today's guest is Paolo, a fellow stand-up comedian. Thanks for being on the show, bud. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure, my man. It's been a while since we spoke anyways. Yeah, we last time was back in Second City, right? That was a while yeah. Ago. yeah, we were when we were in that class, that, that wonderful class together. It, it was fun, you know, it taught, it taught me a lot about comedy anyways, right? It, 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 here's the thing, I mean, and I guess this would be a good way to start, right? I, it's not like you have to take that course in order to be a comedian. No, no, no. But it helps, especially if, you've, if you're afraid to be on a stage. Oh, for sure. You can get bombed and then there's people like, oh, no, it's okay to bomb. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it, it's like just someone there to help you go through the, you don't be, it's all right to be nervous. It's all right to bomb. It's, you'll be good. You'll be good. You know, it's just. I felt comfort in just hearing how much everyone else was bombing. Like that felt good somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to know that you suck too. Then I could do it. <laughs> you know what? It did help. It, it did help, especially if the person before you bombed and you're like, yes. oh, my God. Okay, cool. So now if I bomb, it won't be that bad. Yeah, you don't really want to be with people who are really, really good in the beginning. That's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, how have you been doing with uh, comedy? You still at it or? Well, I haven't done it in a year now because of the thing, but uh, I want to get back on stage. Um, yeah. But uh, the problem is that now I'm out of practice. That's the issue. I that's the problem right now. My to start from scratch again. Yeah, I I've just been writing. Like I actually got I had one show this summer, hmm. and now uh, it was it was all right. Like it wasn't that bad, but it just felt like I don't know. Like everyone was either down or it could have been more people there. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It was just the was it live? Though? Wasn't was yeah, it? it was live. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't like doing the whole Zoom uh, comedy. <laughs> Yeah, they keep trying to get me to do it. I'm like, I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I've seen a few people. I've got a few friends. I've seen their shows on Zoom, and it's fine. Mm. Like it's some, you know, it can be funny and whatnot. Sure. I find it that when you're on stage, and you tell your joke, and people laugh, mm. and then sometimes you even pick on people because of that. Yes. Laugh. Yes. So it adds. Uh, it, it, it adds more to the show. It adds more to the segment. Mm, you know true. what I mean? For example, I had a, a show one time and I said this really, stu- it wasn't even a funny joke. It was just a stupid, stupid joke about uh, men uh, having sex with uh, goats. Like I said, it was a stupid joke. But there was this uh, older lady and she must have loved it that she kept on laughing. She literally broke my, like, you know, my segment. She broke it up because she wouldn't stop laughing for about a minute and a half. (laughs) But that added to the show because I got to Mm. pick on her afterwards. And the more I picked on her, the more I actually forgot to do the rest of my set. And the funnier Mm. it became. That's just it. There you go. Right. So it's all right to do it on Zoom. I just, when it comes mm-hmm. to stand up comedy, I mean, it's. I need to hear the audience. I can't yes. hear it on Zoom. It's silence. I can't deal with that. And, and that's what I've noticed. A few people said a few funny jokes, and I'm like, oh my God, it's funny. But the environment, the atmosphere yeah, isn't there. It's so much shape there. You just take yeah. it for granted. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, you know what? Shit happens. I guess right now, the best we can do is just wait till everything gets better, I hope. Well, I remember I was doing one, I did one, okay, I did one, I did one Zoom thing, and I started doing it, and I realized that I can't tell if I'm doing good or bombing, because it's silence no matter what. Yeah. So I was like, 
maybe I'll just have fun with the fact that it's on video. So I started doing stupid things that you wouldn't normally do on like a Zoom call. <laughs> like what? Like I said, okay, I'm going to take the pizza out of the oven. So I just started cooking. <laughs> and then I cooked badly. So I like dropped everything consistently as I was doing it. Like I dropped the pizza completely went all over the place. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun. I enjoyed yeah, that. You, that's just that you got to work with what you've got. You know what I mean? And right now as comedians, we don't have much to work with. No, there's none. No, unless you're gonna do YouTube videos, but that that's not really stand up anymore. Yeah, or unless you've been at it for a while and you know you're good in with yuck yucks or comedy bar and yeah. you know where you've been doing it for a while and you're a pro at it, right? But yeah, I, I don't think the pros can handle this either. I think they really like. I don't know what to do either. Yeah, I've seen, I've actually spoken to a few, and they're, uh, I actually have a friend of mine who's been doing it for about eight years, and mm. it doesn't seem like he's doing anything now except for the odd show, like once every two months or so yeah like well yeah. i mean how you, you're done really <laughs> what, there's yeah. nothing there's no audience so well, there's no show I, I, well the, this whole covid thing hurt i think it hurt entertainers the most mm. uh and restaurants stuff like that because i also serve tables on the side right yeah, yeah and i think the ones that got hurt the most out of this aside from uh, small shops uh i mean entertainers got hit bad too did you see the new Kevin Hart Netflix special that came out last week? It, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Right. He's yet. just he's just ranting about how much COVID's like messed up entertainers. Yeah, well, but it's dry. Yeah, really. Eh? Yeah, I gotta yeah. watch that. See, oh, it's actually good. I I thought it was better than his uh, live stadium one. Actually, it just came out the, uh, this week. Yeah, just this week on Netflix. Okay, he I'll just filmed have... in his own house. Oh no yeah. way! Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's no audience in general, so he's like. I'm just going to do it here where I have control over things. But see, that's smart. It, that's, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about right now. All we have, is we got to work with what we've got. Mm. And because there's not many resources out there, there's not much for us to work with. I think that's actually a very smart idea. If you have a giant stadium or a theater in your yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, he ha- he's got that. the money for it. <laughs> well, in that he's case, let me, just, let me just open up my... <laughs> Yeah, Can yeah. Here, everyone, couch. let's just yeah, let's just <laughs> gather in my living room. You know, my little tiny basement. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah. It, you know, he he's got the money. He sold out stadium. Yeah. No, but, I, I, I kind of wonder when when it will come back. I yeah, me too, my man. Yeah, me too. It's uh, right now. Like I said, it's it, uh, the best hope we've got is just wait. Hope everyone just. <laughs> <laughs> I think 2020 is just that one year we're just going to forget it existed. It's just going to... Well, the, the, the fun part is that no one's going to believe us, like, later on. Oh, no, I know. No I know. one's going to like, what? No, I don't buy it. Like, no, no, it really, you couldn't leave your house with, like, you couldn't have people in your house easily unless they were willing to do it quietly and not draw attention. Yeah. Like, no, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to be one of the, yeah, especially when they get to that part of the toilet paper. That was, mm. to me, that was the best part out of the whole COVID. That was weird, wasn't it? Well, yeah. How did that and start? It, <laughs> dude, okay, here's the, here's why I think it's so weird. There's a mm. pandemic, all right? And you know, you're going to be at home. You mm. know, you're going to, you know, you, you, you can't go out. You're going to need food. Fine. Stock up on food, breads, uh, tin sure. cans, you know, shit yeah. like that. I, I, 
And COVID, yes, it affects your lungs, you know, your respiratory system. It doesn't give you, it, it's something like that anyways. Something, I don't know much yeah. about it, right? I'll let you but know when The I one it. thing I know, the one thing I do know about COVID, Corona, is that it doesn't give you explosive diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be a doctor at this, but mm. I know for a fact, Corona is not going to give you explosive diarrhea. So unless you've got Corona and, you know, the number one side effect is explosive diarrhea, I don't understand the whole toilet paper uh, fiasco. I don't. To me, that's just just humans being humans. You know, we're paranoid when Mm. things You could have been a ringleader. You could have been leading a movement. We don't need that toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, start making uh, weapons out of uh, toilet tubes. Yes. Yeah, well, I remember there was like videos where people were like, they used to be there holding out money, but then they were like, I got toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. Yeah. 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 The new currency of 2020. Yeah. That makes sense. No, I mean, but like I said, to me, that just proves how human we are. Mm. And when something out of the blue happens that we can't explain, especially because humans were so afraid of the unexplainable, of the unknown. Yeah. Anything we're like, I don't understand. You just lose yeah, that mind. We freak out. We flip out. We freak yes. out. And I guess the first thing that came to everyone's minds was, oh, my God, we got COVID. I better make sure my ass is wiped. Mm. <laughs> Which makes absolutely no sense because a lot of people, and, but, well, it's true. What will a, lot I do? Of, a lot of these people they'll be wearing masks, and it's like, don't touch me, don't touch mm. me. I don't want to get germs. And then they go home and eat their partner's ass. Mm. Partner French. I don't know if I can say that on your show or not. No, you can say anything. <laughs> okay, but you know what I mean. They, they won't touch. You know, I can't touch you, but I'm gonna go home and eat an ass. Mm. Yeah, it's just it makes no sense. <laughs> I, the world's well, going to shits. I remember that when I was going to the store, it wasn't just toilet paper. It was like all the toilet paper was gone, and then right next to it, the napkins are still there. Yeah, like it's the same yeah. aisle. It's still yeah. totally fair. What paper's paper, my dude? Yeah, like I, I'm, t- I'm happy to wipe it on a newspaper. <laughs> my man, I'm Portuguese. I'm from I'm from the islands of Portugal, all right. Mm. And I'm an immigrant. I came here when I was age twelve, all right. <laughs> I've had to wipe with more than just paper. Mm. All right, like leaves and shit like that when mm. you're, you know, because it's, it's small, especially at the time, it was considered a third world country. Yeah, yeah. You just hopefully don't pick the itchy one. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and sometimes it did happen, my man. Sometimes it did happen. <laughs> I didn't know that you actually, uh, you came from Portugal. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm an immigrant. It was uh, 1989, uh, Thanksgiving Day, I uh, came to Canada and. It was the weirdest feeling of my life because I, I, I'll never forget that day. It was Saturday morning and it was warm, you know, it's mm. Portugal. It's still pretty much summer there in October. Yeah. And October. Uh, well, I was, yeah. I, well, we don't have winter. We've yeah. got a three week winter. You've never seen snow, had you? No, no, that's Ooh. just it. So I left, Ooh. you know, I got on a plane with a, a nice uh, short sleeve shirt and I had a vest and my, you know, summer pants. Yeah, and yeah. the first thing I got to, when I got off the airport was my family's giving me coats, these heavy coats. And I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, wait till you get outside. And you're yeah, about to yeah. see something. Yeah, that was, uh, but it was, you know, it was a cool experience growing up in Canada as an immigrant. You're going to walk out here and say, why the hell did I get on this flight? <laughs> one way ticket back. Remember that garbage. 
Yeah, especially when you, you you can't understand anything everyone else is saying. No. Well, wait, you didn't speak English either. No, I uh, uh, I used to know, uh, like, when I first got to Canada, the first, uh, the last six months I was in Portugal, hmm. I learned English. So okay. I took English classes. But it was, uh, uh, it was pure English from England. So pure how English. do you do, uh, you know, what time it is? So it's uh, oh. half past 12 or half past noon. Hmm. It, it, so by the time I got to Canada, my family's looking at me going, oh, no, 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 buddy, you... You learned the wrong English. That's not mm. the English in Canada. And it's yeah, like, okay. you learned how to talk like a robot, like a Google robot, <laughs> ad bot. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It was I, a cool. It was a cool experience. It was an interesting experience. And I remember trying to. If you pick up like a book on how to learn English, those things are terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about how do you do this specific tense and this specific pronoun after this thing well like, what i don't know i don't even know that now i've been speaking this my whole life what the hell is that the worst part was that they don't explain swear words no, and here's they. why that's bad all right because i'll never forget i was uh in great i was 12 years old grade six hmm. and I, uh they put me in uh, canadian school right uh, elementary school so i'm in grade six and this uh kid was pissing me off just pissing me off. So with my Portuguese accent, I told him, to, you know, F off, you yeah, asshole. You. Yeah. yeah, screw you. I, but I didn't know what those words meant. <laughs> you had to so just come up with facial expressions. Right? Yeah, the, uh, uh, the teacher and the principal had to sit me in the, in the office and explain mm. to me why I couldn't say those words. Mm. You know, especially the word asshole. I was like, I don't understand that. I just know mm. it's like calling someone an idiot. Yes. And she goes, no, Paulo, that's a swear word. Mm. This word has more weight somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This word is bad. This word's okay. It's less bad. It means the same thing, though, but not quite bad enough. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, considering, especially considering the first word in English I learned was shit. Mm. It's a good choice. It has yeah, a lot well, of meanings. You can use it in a lot of settings. It wasn't my fault. I was watching a uh, Mad Max, and I think it was Mad Max. There's a part in the movie where he writes shit on the uh, on the windshield, and to me, that word stuck. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure it was Mad Max. I can't remember the movie, but I remember they wrote shit, and that was the first English word that I actually read. In well, the English. thing that I find strange is that swear words in other countries seem to be about the same thing. Like it's yeah. still about poop. It's still about your uh, your genitals. It's all yeah. about screwing your mom. It's just a different language, but same thing it, somehow. That's just it. It's just a, it, it's just in a different language. It, I, it, in French, it, to me, the the best part is in French. In French, it actually sounds the best, hmm. especially when you're telling someone you know. Uh, I don't know. Which means go do yourself in your mother's ass, right? It, <laughs> I, I know, but it just but it's always about something like that. It's yeah. always you, you know. And uh, I had a really weird experience. Again, I was at a Pizza Nova. This was, again, when I first got to uh, Canada. Mm. And I'm always causing trouble without knowing. You know, I I don't mean it, right? But uh, we were all eating. The whole family is there. And I asked the uh, uh, waitress for a faca. Mm. A faca in Portuguese means knife. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. 
So I needed a knife because the pizza was really doughy. It was melting, right? Mm. And I asked her for a knife, but I didn't know how to say knife. No. So, you know, I'm asking everyone at the table, hey, uh, I need a faka. <laughs> you know, I need a faka. And my aunt is like, no, no, no. <laughs> and the waitress is looking at this 12-year-old kid looking at, you know, a waitress in her 20s, 30s. And he's going, I need this. I need, you know, I need the F. I need the F. And it's like, okay, that's not how you say it. Mm. So, wow. I th- yeah, I think they should teach more about swear words when they're <laughs> You're learning the first thing in the language. book, chapter one. How do you say screw your mom in the ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, there was a part in the Matrix where he says a bunch of swear words, and the ones that stuck with me the most were the French swear words. I just saw the Matrix again, actually, two, in the last week. I saw the series again because it was on Netflix. And for some reason, they just brought it back onto Netflix. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch yeah, this. There's a part where he talks about how swearing in French is just so beautiful, you know. Nom de Dieu te portel de merde, c'est la borite que dans le de ta mère. Anyone speaking French, I know I have, a, I have an accent, but if anyone who understands French right now is going, oh my God, he's got such a putty mouth. <laughs> no, I, I really hope that they come up with the Matrix Four in the next few years. Like, they're filming it, but I don't know when it's gonna get. I just heard now. about that this week. About uh, apparently, uh, uh, Will Smith is playing Neo or the new Neo or something like that. Whoa, what? Okay, I don't know. I don't look at details. I just know they're making it. I I haven't even read anything about. It. I just a friend of mine told me that they were uh, apparently yeah, Will Smith is playing the new Neo. Ooh. Actually, I, that might be good. I can watch that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, because Neo's not really supposed... Neo's supposed to be like a god figure type thing, like a savior. Mm. So he could move from, I guess, one character to another oh. without having to explain it because it's not really about a person. It's about the, I don't know, I guess the spirit that... Take, I don't know. Did, not, you, did, I, you, did you understand the theory behind the Matrix quite well? Do you, do you, I Well, yeah, I did because I studied philosophy. Uh, and uh, I wrote papers on Descartes. Okay, right, I, I don't know that. Uh, right? Who's uh, that? Rene Descartes. So it's it's mostly about duality, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much that's where the whole idea comes from. Right. So I I understood most of it. I I, I was a great. They were great movies. I loved mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. I actually just watched. Uh, well, my roommate and I watched the uh, trilogy last weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the Matrix again. Yeah. 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 Because we had a friend over and we just wanted to watch it, right? So we had that in the background. But I thought the movie was great. I loved it, right? Oh, and the whole philosophy behind it, I really enjoy it. Because yeah, it's one yeah, of those yeah. things where you never really get to understand what is reality. Mm. Well, you I like the I like the the part where it's like, you're not actually the one. It might have been, the one is actually the, the virus. It's the agent, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not much, actually yeah. Neo. No, it's, <laughs> but that's just it. I, I, lo- I love theories like that where you, you got to remember something. Okay, and here's an example, all right? I understand, uh, I don't believe in concrete. Okay. Okay, I don't believe, even the laws of physics, for example, yes, they are laws mm. and they apply to us. For example, uh, um, gravity, mm. whatever goes up must come down. Sure. Right? But that's only concrete to us in our universe, in our dimension. Mm. All right. So I think that if there, you know, obviously there's other universes, there's other dimensions and whatnot. And I know this coming from someone who studied to be a priest, 
Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, but, yeah, but science completely killed that for me, right? So I think that because there are more dimensions, more realities out there, their reality must be different than ours. Mm-hmm. So if their reality is different than ours, which one's real, which one's not? And to me, that tells me there's no such thing as a concrete. So you're all about the multiverse now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, uh, well, I, I I love reading up on uh, stuff like that, like black holes and multi universes, uh, uh, dimensions, alternate dimensions, and whatnot. It's one of my favorites. I can't get enough of that. I just saw Interstellar, like all that kind of stuff. You go through wormholes. You go through all. Oh, that buddy! Crap. I, I oh, honestly, honestly, I don't think you could go through a wormhole. No. No, are you kidding me? Nothing escapes that. You know, dude. Well, it, you it, might be dead on like the other side. Well, you would be dead at the other side, <laughs> or. There's also a possibility that you could be alive on the other side, watching yourself getting killed. Ooh, ooh! I haven't heard of that one before. It's it just, I mean, it's not. You got to remember, most of this is all theoretical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is Actually, the this is the number theoretical. Yeah, yeah. Num- numbers. Pretty much, mathematics is the only thing that could prove, uh, you know, uh, dimensions and whatnot. But most of it, pretty much, it's all theoretical. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So yeah, I love getting into that because your imagination just it, there's no end to it. No, I, the one I'm obsessed about is time travel. I can't get enough of time travel, even though I'm, we kind of know that it's garbage. I, I, I can't get enough. I'm the same. I don't think uh, time travel to me is not. I don't think you could go back mm-hmm. to the past. It doesn't seem like to. It conflicts with the laws, right? I think it does, and yeah. it's not only that. And here, and here's the thing. And let's say you could travel to the future. Sure. Well, we, you can do the future. You just can't come back. <laughs> well, you can't come back, or it's not like it would be in the movies. You know, like in Back to the Future, where you're going to see yourself 20 years from now. Mm. No, 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 no. You can only go forward, but then that's it. Yeah, no, that would just be it. Because if I travel, let's say I travel 20 years into the future. Yeah. From the minute I travel till the time I get there, I'm dead to everybody. Yeah, yeah, you're gone. I'm gone for the next 20 years. So you might see me in 20 years. And for me, those 20 years went by in a second. But I'm still dead to my parents and to everyone else. Yeah, yeah. You're just old. Or everyone else is just old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But that's only uh, well, that's only in a dream, and I don't, I don't think we could ever. Uh, uh, time travel to me is a very far fetched idea. But did you did you like Interstellar then? Because they, they did that. Like I've never watched that movie. Oh, oh, okay. Go watch that movie. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I've been I've been wanting to, but I know some of the theories in there are going to piss me off because I'm uh, very when it comes to that, I love my science. Uh, well, they they did some of it right. They went a little hokey pokey so, yeah. towards the end, but like they did the time part going forward right. They did the they did come back as well, but the forward part was right. Okay, okay. See, I'll have to watch. Okay, I'll have to watch it. Every, all my, everyone keeps telling me. All my friends keep telling me that's the one movie I should watch. Mm. Did you see I Tenet? Have which one? Tenet, the new one. No. Oh, all right. I well, don't. This, this one you're gonna hate. <laughs> oh yeah, see, this one I'm, you're gonna hate. I uh, I'm the type of person I don't watch many movies. I might watch for uh, I watch a movie maybe every month, two, three months. I might watch yeah, yeah, a movie. Yeah. I'm more into I love my gaming. 
Mm. I'm a PlayStation kind of guy. I, I can sit in front of my TV. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing Assassin's Creed uh, uh, Valhalla right now. So mm. I get to be a Viking for the next little while. You know what I mean? That is so, so cool. Yeah. All the time I spend in front of TV is in front of a video game. Something so, about being in those fantasy worlds that you can't get enough of. Well, that's just it. A movie for me is fine, and I enjoy some of them. I'm very picky when it comes to movies. Mm. Unless you're wearing, uh, they're wearing a cape and a cowl. I'm not really interested in it, right? But uh, video games are a passion for me. Well, it's the video game, you are the character. That's just it. That's the difference. You're the person. Uh, yeah. That's just it. All it, the choices are mine. You know, especially mm-hmm. how interactive video games get nowadays, where Incredible. your choice is is what develops the rest of the story. Yeah, and it can change. The story changes literally based on what you do, which is nuts. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, I don't know, it's just, for me, it's a passion. I I love playing gaming, man. I Something I'm probably never going to give up. I will be 80 years old playing PlayStation 9. <laughs> well, that's what I thought, is like, right now, old people homes suck. Yeah. But in like 50 years, I think they're going to be great. Well, because in 50 years, you've got all the guys of my age that are yeah. like 89 years old and don't want to give up on their old ideas. No, we're going to have all the game <laughs> systems in old people homes. It's going to be a, just Oculus everywhere. It's going to be great. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. I was, uh, uh, man, I remember playing video games. It was the second day in Canada. Mm-hmm. So October 15th, 1989 was the first time I ever seen one. And I was mesmerized. Oh, you've well, never seen a video game. No, where I and I'm not exactly from the country of Portugal. I'm from the islands. Oh, so okay. the islands were uh, you, uh, man. I used to grow my own chickens, raise my own chickens, and oh. then I'd have to sit beside my grandmother wringing their necks out. Oh wow! Yeah, that's how I grew up for the first ten years, and then I moved to Lisbon for two years, which was city life, and then I came to Canada. Oh, okay. But the first ten years of my life. Uh, here's a few examples. We had one channel on TV yeah. and at 10 o'clock at night, it was done. You would hear the Portuguese <laughs> uh, national anthem yeah. and it, it'd be done. Yeah. There's only one show. Yeah, that, that was it, right? It was just, you know, it come on at like nine in the morning. It'd be done by 10 and you'd have your Portuguese novellas, a movie throughout the movie, uh, throughout the mm. day, a few cartoons and it's done. Yeah, yeah. So we had to do, and we didn't have toys or video games or anything like that. So mm. we had to make our own toys. I used to play a lot with swords made out of wood. Yeah, that, I used to like that kind of thing, but now it's not cool anymore. No, not even kids play with those things now for some reason. No, because everyone's lazy. You know, you've got you know, and I'm not putting it down, but now you can just sit in your room and play video games. Yeah, the video games are so good now. That's the problem. You can't even play with other things because no one else is like wants to do it. Well, but that's my point. I come from an era where we didn't even have the video games or the other toys. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you're like yeah, I wish I, I had a wooden sword. <laughs> My man, when I was in uh, from grade uh, from grade one to grade five, mm. I used to get the ruler across the hand. Oh yeah, all right, all right, and uh, you know what I mean. So I grew up, I, I grew up mm, still getting school. that kind of treatment, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it got really bad for me because the teacher would line up the students at the end of the class and <laughs> ask them a times table question, yeah. and if you didn't get if you didn't get the answer right. She would smack you five on one hand and send you to the back of the line. And if you got it wrong again, she would smack you again 
before sending you home with a paper telling your parents you're dumb. So, but here's why it got so bad for me. I was ahead. I actually got a uh, skip from grade four to grade six. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, because I was ahead of everybody else, the teacher got lazy and decided to make two lines at the end of the class. Okay. So she would take one and I would take the other. Yeah. So I would have to ask kids a times table question. And if they got it wrong, I would have to smack them five times. Oh, no. You were always the enemy. I was seven, oh. eight, nine years old, my man. I was the enemy. All the other kids wanted to beat me up. Oh, so no. I would try to give. I would try to give them uh, uh, easy questions. You know, like what's two times two? Yeah. Until the teacher looked at me and she, no, 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 you know that's wrong, or you're gonna get it oh, in, no. on your hand. And it'd be like, okay, fine. What's eight times eight? And some idiot looks at me and goes fifty six. I'm like, oh, your teacher's the devil. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Damn. That was the uh, uh, the interesting part of growing up in a third world country with pretty much nothing. Now, I forgot what it's like when you actually, teachers could do things that they wanted to do in class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, back then they could. I My teacher used to smoke right outside the door. And yeah, I mean, yeah. not, she wouldn't go outside. She would smoke outside in the hallway. <laughs> It's probably pretty normal too. Smoking wasn't big at the, deal then. At, at the time, it was n- very, very normal. Uh, 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 another example would be the doctor's office. My doctor would smoke inside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Smoking totally fine too in dark. That that's you could smoke in a plane. Yeah, uh, back then, back then, uh, especially in places like Portugal, you could smoke anywhere. You could smoke inside the bus. You could be sitting in the bus and grab a cigarette and smoke. Yeah. Yeah, have a nice cigar. Yeah. Everyone yeah. coughing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that was the funny part about it is that you could do anything you want to. And, you know, you you die, but people just didn't care. Mm, yeah, yeah. There was no, oh, no, poor little Johnny. Yeah, but that's, Dude, yeah. yeah. But we, we were tough back then, man. All right. Yeah, you got thick skin. Thick yeah. skin, man. Not yeah. a soft baby crap we got going on here. <laughs> None of that. Like, oh no, I got called a name by the teacher. I need to have a parent-teacher intervention with the school board. None of that. No, man. Back then, it was as easy as they would call your dad and say, hey, your son was back and we hit him. And your dad would go, why are you calling me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're yeah. calling me. It must yeah. be bad. Do it twice. <laughs> yeah. it call well, next yeah. time. Hit him twice, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit him once for doing what he did and hit him twice for having made you call me. Yeah, yeah. Like, do what? another one just so you don't have to call next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get our, uh, yeah. <laughs> Getting an extra bonus. Um, uh, it, was, it was interesting. It was different growing up back then than what it is today, right? Not to sound like an old man, but. Well, that's the one thing that I don't think we people, definitely in my generation, get at all. It's like. We whine and complain, but we have nothing to whine and complain about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, none. Yeah. No, back then it was one of these things where you complain and your parents would look at you and, some, and say something like, what are you complaining about? And you're like, hmm. you know, you'd mumble under your breath and they'd look at you and say, I'll hit you twice if you want something to complain about. Hmm. You're like, oh, okay. And it's like, no, everything's good. I'm not complaining about it anymore. I'll eat whatever you put on the table. I'll do whatever you say. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, I, like I said, I'm in my 40s and I'm still afraid of my father. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it was a different time, different uh, place. Different it was... Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be like a hundred years from now. Now it's, am I going to be like the, I'm the, now the veteran, the, Oh, my day yeah. we had to actually occasionally go outside. <laughs> well, actually, but that's how it always is. If you look throughout human history, that's how it's always been. And here's an example. You know how your dad probably always said to you, well, our music was better. Why are you listening to this crap? Right. Uh, for me, it was, it was anti video games. As soon as I pl- Turned on a video game, who would go ballistic? Is it? Yeah, my like, father. No, what are you doing? My father used to do that too. Or if I, yeah. uh, my, he was big into Elvis and the Beatles, right? So mm. if I ended up listening to Guns N' Roses or Iron Maiden, he'd be like, "Oh, your music sucks." Or you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you play on Tupac. He's like, "What the hell is this?" Back then, music? Our music was better. <laughs> but do you want to hear how far back that goes? Mm. Plato. Uh, you've heard the uh, philosopher Plato. Yeah, he's a philosopher, right? I don't remember what yeah. he stands for, though. Uh, uh, Plato was a, uh, well, he was Socrates' teachers. There was Socrates, there was Plato, uh, Aristotle, and then yeah, yeah. Aristotle taught Alexander the Great. But uh, uh, Plato actually said uh, um, once that uh, one of his pet peeves were when musicians add major chords and minor chords in the same tune. In the same <laughs> That's too risky. That's going and, too far. And you play music. You're a musician as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so am I. I play, my, I play guitar. You play guitar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and to me, it's like, you know, when you're playing music, sometimes you mix between a major chord and a minor chord, you know, yeah, a flatterer. Yeah. But to Plato, that was wrong. Mm. Back then, that was wrong. You did not <sighs> mix minor and major chords. Minor chords were meant to resemble sadness. Major mm-hmm. chords were meant to resemble happiness. Yeah. But look where that got us now. So Imagine I, if I, you played dubstep for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Imagine going back. Yeah, imagine going back then to Plato and, go, you know, just handing him a, a, a tape with dubstep and, you know, or a mm-hmm. house or a trance. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? is this garbage? Or better yet, yeah, jungle. <laughs> Let's give him some jungle, see how he... You know, uh, or no, no, you're or right. Or some of these genres nowadays are really you have to have an acquired taste to even yeah, you do. get close yeah. to appreciate that. But that's yeah. as musicians, and I, I'm pretty sure you'd agree. As a musician, I can listen to pretty much anything except Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> that's you gotta, you I gotta draw, have a draw a line somewhere. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. I've actually learned how to love every type of genre, every kind of music. I've learned how to love by putting all my hate into Nickelback. Mm, you just got to figure out a place to put it. This is terrible, but at least it's not this. Yeah, exactly. It's At least it's not Nickelback. And it's not like they're bad. Like, they, they're good musicians. They know how to play instruments. I've heard them play a, uh, uh, what's a well, uh, it was a, uh, um, uh, a song by CZ Top. I can't remember if it was Well Dressed Man or La Grange. And uh, what they, they did an amazing cover. Mm. And then you listen to their stuff and it's like, how can you guys be such great musicians and at the same time write such bullshit? I find it helps just to have something to hate. You don't have to have reasons to hate it. You just need yeah. to stop something sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why do they suck? They suck. They just why? Suck. Don't, don't ask care. me why. Gotta... <laughs> They were uh, uh, they were tossed out of Portugal. The uh, they, the Portuguese started throwing bottles and rocks on stage. 
Oh yeah, and yeah. Portuguese don't like that band, eh? No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. We can't stand Nickelback. Can but you, you know, all the best of them. Can you imagine being a band like that? You were you were the top band for a while, and then suddenly I, everyone hates you. You're like, wow. <laughs> I find they're the most loved and the most hated band at the same time. Yeah, somehow something yeah. happened. I don't know what I mean, the thing was, but. It's like, okay, most if you're Canadian, and I know people are going to hate me for this, but if you're Canadian, obviously you're going to love Nickelback because they're a Canadian band, right? But uh, come on, Rush is one of my favorites, and Rush is by far the greatest thing that ever came out of Canada. No one's got hate for Rush, though. No one hates that band. No, that's it. Unless, well, uh, even not though, many, uh, not many. 80 percent of the people in their uh, in, in their concert are mostly men, so it's all always a sausage yeah, party yeah. in there. <laughs> but they're they're one of the best bands ever. Uh, yeah. Getty Lee, uh, Alex, and Neil. I mean, they're three of the greatest musicians ever. And again, Nickelback, they know how to play instruments. I just think that when it comes to writing music, you got Rush, who, who are a genius. And then you've got Nickelback, who is like, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, go hit yourself with a guitar or something. Yeah. Right? What kind of stuff do you play when you play? Uh, well, I play a lot of classic rock. Oh, okay. Um, uh, also a bit of uh, metal. It depends, though. Uh, it, for me, it goes, my three favorite musicians, you'll see how it's, it, it's just such a different difference between them i'd have to say my top favorite would probably be tchaikovsky oh wow you're going composer style i classical would probably be my favorite oh wow uh, tchaikovsky okay. is one of my favorites uh, yeah. Franz, uh list is another one of my favorites um i i love classical music beethoven too uh camille sanson another mm. one of my favorites you know they've amazing music especially from back then yeah yeah and then it would ha i'd have to say pink floyd okay yeah so see how there's it's like oranges apples yeah, and yeah. my third would be two okay i don't know that one uh they're a very heavy uh, metal band oh, okay all right all right so it, it my genres it, it, it depends mm. it's not really about the author it's about the music it's about how it makes you feel really that's the only thing that matters yes exactly yeah. exactly right tchaikovsky i mean you never go wrong with the nutcracker it's one of the most beautiful pieces ever <laughs> written in my opinion that is a good one isn't it? it's very iconic you know exactly just like after a note or two you're like that i know that song yeah exactly yeah. exactly or even the uh what is it the battle of uh 18 i can't even 18 17 i can't even remember right now i don't know the name but, i just know the sound Yes. Right. I love that. But it's, I be honest, as a musician, I'd, you'd have to agree to musicians. It's they, uh, we have a wide variety of what to love in music. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not even about the band. It's just about the sounds they make. Yeah. Oh, I find that, especially for me, it's all about what is the genre? I don't know. I just like this thing. It does a sound. It's got the... Mm. <laughs> for some exactly reason, this chord works. For some reason. I used to I used to rave back in the day. Mm. And still to, to this day, I'll still listen to Paul Oakenfold or uh, Armin Van Buren. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trance stuff. I love trance. Not much yeah. into freestyle or house. But when it gets into trance jungle... Oh, but I go crazy for that shit. Yeah, man. yeah. That's definitely rave music. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I used to go to uh, music festivals, rave music festivals, where they'd have 150 D- DJs over the course of uh, three days, and Those then you don't remember thing. anything because you've actually took more eats than you brought in with you. <laughs> this, and, the thing that's strange for me is like the types of music is kind of shaped by the type of audience too. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's the same thing as comedy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. Being on stage, it's the same thing. I actually find that, I find it, music is easier to be on a stage than comedy. How so? Because when I'm on, at least that's from personal experience, when I'm on stage playing music, I always go up there with bands. Yeah. yeah. We have a fun time together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We might, you, we've put on, I've put on shows, for example, I have, um, we used to do, I used to be in a band where we did a Beatles revisited. So mm-hmm. I had to do uh, George Harrison's part. Okay. All so right. I had to speak with a British accent and which I was really bad at it. You dress up? I, yeah, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I had a beard. I let my hair down oh, yeah. and uh, I had to go in full denim. Ooh. So white shoes, uh, jeans with a t-shirt, you know, had to look the Harrison part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I found that it was easier because I, I wasn't up there by myself. And when it's with music, as long as they're drinking, they'll dance. No yeah. one cares. That's right. When you're doing comedy, depending on what you say up there, it could mm-hmm. piss someone off. And if you're drunk, it will piss them off even more. True, true. There's a lot so more risk as, involved. Yes, exactly. As a comedian, you're always having to keep an eye on the audience. As a musician, not as much. As a musician, when you see everyone dancing, you know everyone's having a good time. And you don't have to care about anything. Yeah, As a yeah. musician, I feel like I'm careless on stage. And I'll even make mistakes and it's like, who cares? No, I don't even notice it. And they don't exactly. They don't notice it because no. you're the one. You're the musician. You're the one playing music. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You notice that they don't. Yeah, that's true. So Comedy. I, you really have to be aware of everything. Yeah, you do. You have to. Yeah. And that's why I find it hard sometimes when you're on stage and the lights are too bright and you can't see the audience. You have to pretend or, you see them. Like, mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've had moments like that. So when it's comedy. I like to interact with the audience. I like to see what they're, I like to see their moods. I like to see their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. If you can't see, well, it's a strange, but when you start out, you're like, oh, I don't want to see them because I'm scared of stage fright or whatever. And then later on, you're like, I really need to see them because I don't know if it's working. Yeah, exactly. Please, exactly. 180. And that's why I think music is much easier for a musician to be on a stage and do his thing. Than it is mm-hmm. for, and I don't mean it's easier as in the work itself. I mean it's easier as in you being up there and more comfortable. Yeah. It seems to be a lot less conscious of doing it. You can just kind of pick up your guitar, and you don't even have to look at the audience if you really didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. As and the more you practice, there's only three rules to music, and you know that: practice, practice, practice. Yeah, everything Make else a lot doesn't of stuff. matter. Just do lots. Yeah. But they could say the same thing with comedy, I guess. Do lots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except in comedy, it's usually the uh, you write 10 jokes and one will make it great and the rest will all be garbage or, you know, back burner sh- material. I don't know. Most of my songs are like that too. 
<laughs> no, actually, I've heard some of your stuff, my man. It's really good. I like I said, I love beats. Mm. Right, and I've heard some of your music, man. It's good. I enjoyed it. So well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see when we we'll see when we get the hit. Then we'll, then we will have this conversation again. Like, oh yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Until then, yeah. we're just we're just dealing with mediocre jokes and songs, and then. Well, no, you know how to make it big in the music industry. Be like Nickelback and write bullshit songs. Mm. <laughs> All right, write bullshit songs, and maybe you'll get your platinum record on your wall, just like Nickelback has it. Uh, you know what I mean? So, just, yeah, just write bullshit music. I wonder if what uh, if, if there was like a shortcut. Like, I, I don't actually know what that shortcut is, but what to being a musician. To, yeah, to get in, like, you see all these fake blogs and they're like, you can make $10,000 in two days. Yeah. But it, it, it's one of those things where, like, you know the guy didn't actually make $10,000 in two days. No. There's, there's something not. going on. Jeez, no. It's a, those are, it, it's a, they're all, like, pyramid schemes. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, I found this ridiculous pyramid scheme. Um, so, over the last two days, I encountered the most, most insane pyramid scheme tailored towards me. Which is oh that you were targeting me and I kind of was almost sucked in. Yeah, I didn't really. Know. Yeah, so I teach like uh, I teach a little bit of the music stuff I have some video tutorials online. Okay. And uh, someone contacted me and said, um, "We'd like to collaborate with you. We're an educational platform." And I'm like, "Ooh, okay, sure, sounds good. I'll collaborate." And then uh, I didn't do my due diligence. I didn't research them very well. But I said, okay, sure, I'll do a Zoom interview with you and we'll talk about this. So I talk on the Zoom interview and this lady says, so the premise of our website is um, we teach students in Europe and we have 500,000 students. We have uh, 3,500 teachers or 2,500 teachers. Um, we've been around for many years. Oh, okay, well, that sounds good. Sounds good. We'd like you to be an instructor. Oh, sounds good. And um, so all we need you to do is come up with content. Like, okay, that sounds right. And we'll give you a fee, a uh, royalty fee. And that sounds good. And then she said, I'm going to send you the brochure. And then you just have to, what do, What exactly do I have to do? And I said, you have to write a, like the, the course material, like a book. Okay. Okay. A book, but it's not video stuff. She's like, no, no, we don't need video. Okay. You can read it already. You don't need video for an online educational website teaching. Okay. Sounds a little strange. Yeah. So uh, I end the call and I'm still like, uh, I don't mind writing a book. It's, I'm fine with that. So uh, let me check out this website a little bit. So I go to the website and you can check this out right now. Uh, it's coursal.org or coursal.com. And when you go to the website, you see it looks kind of like an educational site until you look at the actual courses they have on the site. Yeah, yeah. And then you see that the courses are very strange. They've all been reviewed by the same three people. They all have ratings at a five star. And the ratings are all by the same exact three people. Three oh. people have rated all the courses. And if you look at the course descriptions, you look carefully and you realize that they the wording is very strange in these courses. And the courses themselves are strange. Of like uh, here, I'm gonna send you a link to this is this is completely ridiculous 
in the beginning. Uh, How much did they ask you for? for? Because you know, there's always a price, a, a tag on that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So let me let me find this up. Corsol, By the way, uh, listeners don't actually pay for these courses on Corsol.com. Okay, uh, don't do it. Uh, okay, so here I'm going to send you the link. I just sent it in the Zoom chat. Ah, I didn't even know. This is my first time using uh, uh, Zoom. Yeah, so there's a chat button at the bottom of Zoom. I don't know if you can see that. And if you click that button, yeah, yeah then you can click on that link. And so when you go to well, this... they're web- having a Black Friday sale. Yeah, it sounds it. good. And now, <laughs> now, now, so it looks like a legitimate site from the front of it. And you look at these courses and like, oh, business management, 97 yeah. euros. Okay, Chandra, right? Photoshopping, Chandra. marketing. Sounds okay. Until you look at the details. Click on the courses at the top. At the uh, well, at the top of the course, at the top of the page, there's something that says courses. Okay, yep, here we go. Yeah, and now if you look at these, you start to look at some of the courses they offer, and then you're like, wait, these don't make sense. So like, you can see one that's baby massage. I would, dude. I was just gonna ask about that. I uh, <laughs> what uh, uh, do babies even need massages? And the more you go down the list, the more ridiculous it gets. There's butcher. There's dog Ooh, walker. Folding. There's um, horse care. Um, there's knitting. We, like, there's nothing wrong with a course on knitting, but it's not something that you would pay 250 euros for an online diploma on, right? Oh, it makes sense. A, a Dreamweaver. Um, What's a Dreamweaver? <laughs> uh, Dreamweaver is okay. Dreamweaver is a software, but if you actually click on it, it doesn't seem so legit. Anyway, so these get more and more ridiculous the more you go down the line. And then you start to see other courses on here. Like, um, let me see if I can find one. Um, I want to send some of the, where, where is this? some of these strange ones? Um, mind mapping, mindfulness, um, yeah. magnetic seems- therapy. It just um, seems like uh, uh, if you uh, if you know something, they'll hire a, as a teacher. That's pretty much all it seems. Watercolor, well, uh, fear of failure. You can get a diploma in fear of failure. Um, cupcake oh, baking. Yeah. You can get a diploma in that. So anyway, so so I started to realize there's something strange going on here. So then I met with another buddy and we're like, let's explore this further because there's definitely something strange. We don't know what it is, but let's, let's see where this goes. So yeah. we started going through the brochures and you can get sample chapters for these courses. You can just download it when you try to sign up and you look at the sample chapter and you're like, this is a weird sample chapter because all the sample chapters for all the course are the exact same. Oh, really? So like, wait, something's also weird. And you start to see typos in the chapters where it's like, welcome to, thank you for enrolling in cupcake baking. Thank you for enrolling in uh, horse care, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so this is auto-generated. So that means that someone didn't actually write the book because they're all identical. Yeah. So that's something strange. And so like, there's that's, that's something getting weirder and weirder. And if you look, there's like a video um, that tries to explain how the website works. And you click on the video and it looks legit. 
uh, I, I don't know if you can see that on the website, but that, yeah, unlike on, on any of these courses, there's yeah, a yeah. video that says it, and all the videos are the same. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be, that's the thing about nowadays, especially because of the internet and how far we've gotten, mm-hmm. we've come with it. You gotta, we have to be careful with signing up with anything. I, it, the, to me, this literally just seems like another one of uh, Trump University. Mm, Trump University. Yeah, because, you know, that was a real university for him, wasn't it? Nah. Well, let, let me finish this, and then we'll go to Trump University, because I do want to talk about that. But, so, we, so I, we going through these things, like, okay, the, the documentation makes no sense. The courses are wrong content. The courses themselves are on things like Reiki and Aura and Chakra. I'm like, that doesn't seem to make much sense. Yet, they're trying to recruit me to write a book, and they don't want videos. So... Now, my buddy, uh, he's a developer. And like, I know a little bit. And we're like, wait a second. What if, what if there's more than one of these websites? So we do some fancy fiddling things. And essentially, we say, let's take some of these pictures and put it into Google and see if there's other identical things online. And we discover there's like dozens of these same identical sites with the same pictures and the same logos and images. Really? So what happened is it's a WordPress template that someone sold somewhere. And some people are like, let's pretend this is a real online course. And they're trying to actually get people to buy things that don't exist yet. And they're trying to recruit me to actually make content that they're pretending is there. Did they ask you for any money at all? They want me to write the book because the website actually doesn't have any way to upload videos so they can only upload like PDFs. So that's why they want a book. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this that's ridiculous why thing. I'm always scared about signing up anything online, man, especially when someone approaches you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This whole, well, the thing is there's dozens of these sites. It's not one. That's the strange thing. There's tons of these and they're all trying to scam them with slightly different wording. Like they add in their own names of courses. There's a whole bunch of people trying to sell these courses to people and people might actually buy it. If you don't know, you could enroll, give them 250 euros. Because, well, especially if it's uh, someone who's never had a diploma before or something like that. And then, you know, they get uh, happy. Do, yeah. You know, like it sounds good from the first not outside look. I thought it was real. They almost was writing for them. It was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, you dodged a bullet. <laughs> well, we dodged a bullet because we, my other friend, were making fun of how dumb this wording was on the website, and then we realized, oh no, it's a scam. That's why it's dumb. Oh, we just thought yeah, they I'm messed up. Looking, <laughs> I'm actually looking through uh, the courses right now. Oh shit. Sorry, I pressed uh, play on the video. But it, lo- it all looks to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. The more, if you look at the description of some of these stupid courses, it's, it gets more and more bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, the video's all the same. Yeah, the video's always the same. Regardless uh, what subject you press on, it's always the same. Some of these are really funny, too. Like, here, I'm going to put another one in the chat. Like this one. If you look at the description of the course, like, wait, <laughs> why would anyone even pretend this is a course? 
Like here's one for you can get a diploma in lo- analyzing your children's drawings. What? Oh wow! What? Analyzing your children's drawings. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, apparently nowadays she could be a teacher for anything. Well, based on this, like, look at the description of this. Telling well, stories. I mean, teachers <laughs> and, you know, under quotations. Yeah, wow. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't, this is the first time I ever heard of this. This is uh, pretty screwed up. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they went, well, whatever groups of people are using these sites. Yeah, they're expensive too. Some of these courses go up to three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, the hundreds and hundreds of euros. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's in euros. Yeah, yeah. These are really I expensive. Just noticed. Holy shit. And that's in euros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. When I was looking at the 299, I uh, didn't even see the euro sign. I, uh, okay. Yeah, there's something to really get screwed. They think they're getting a diploma. Yeah, uh, no. What, oh. But here's the thing that that's the flip side is like, on one hand, we kind of are starting to realize that education doesn't need to be in person. Like we kind of know that now. Yeah. yeah. It can be done online. And so like, it makes sense for there to be online institutions, but then you got to deal with this. But see, the problem is when online, you don't only really have a mediator. You don't have anyone processing all the bad shit from the good shit. That's right. You have no idea. No, you don't. I mean, when we're learning in school, the school's run by the government. You hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, in Canada, we hope, you know what I mean? But it's the, the school's supposed to be run by the government. When you're looking at online, these are just businesses that people put up themselves. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it's the same thing as when I was teaching uh, guitar. I used to teach guitar to kids on my own, but I... I didn't have, uh, I wasn't working at a school. I just put my name out there. You know, I put a nod and Kijiji and I taught kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, not, that's, that's totally great. That's good. But in a sense, it's the same thing, except that now you're teaching people bullshit. <laughs> now, well, now, like this is the most elaborate scam. They're not even trying to get me to pay. They're trying to get me to suck other people into pay. Yeah. Like, oh my God, there's levels to this. <laughs> yeah no and, and that's the shitty part that's true because they're not trying to get you to yeah they're just trying they're using you like uh, uh if you'd be fish uh fish food they're using they're me fishing. as the bait yeah they're fishing and they're, and you're the bait bud i am the bait to suck in people oh yeah man. oh wow and like, yeah. i i wonder how many people they are currently doing this to like i'm one of many they just probably came honestly across. i would I, I don't think I'd, I could be surprised with that one right now, my man. I've seen people do so many stupid things. Yeah. How big it, does this tunnel go? This rabbit hole end up. <laughs> I, that's, I don't think that's just it. The, the tunnel right now, as I see it, is endless. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing humans could do that I would not be surprised. Yeah. Okay. But, and it, it, it all depends. Hey, here's something, I, uh, something funny I learned. I've actually been writing a, a joke on this. And, uh, you know, I uh, read a lot about religions and whatnot, even though I'm an atheist. Uh, But I still read a lot about it, right? I love doing my studies on it. And uh, I was reading something this week. I can't remember which country it is. I know it's in the Middle East. I believe it's Lebanon. Uh, Again, I'm not, uh, don't take my word for it. But all I know is that uh, it's illegal to have sex with a goat 
unless it's a female goat. <laughs> I'm that serious. That's the rule. So if you mm. get caught having sex with a female goat, you're good. Mm. Just got to check the gender first. Caught, yes, 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 yes. Make sure you check that gender and it's like, you know, meh. And <laughs> yep. And then it's, she's all good, my friend. Mm. But it's like I said, nothing surprises me anymore. From, you know, people being able to screw goats to the whole toilet paper uh, horde. Nothing surprises me anymore. I remember there's a documentary on, uh, I think it's like a Vice documentary. And it's like the strange ritual of donkey screwing. It's just this strange community of people who screw donkeys. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. See? That's, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, the video is great, though, because it's about this this reporter who's trying to do his job reporting. And he's just following these people. He's like, what am I watching? He's just watching people do donkeys. It's like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be too. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I could do something much better with my time. Yeah, he's just really uncomfortable because there's a guy right in front of him banging a donkey. He's like, I don't know uh... what to do here. <laughs> Oh, uh, and the guy was banging the donkey? Yeah, he's banging a donkey. Oh, <laughs> oh there should be laws against that. Jesus. Well, some country, that third world country, so I mean, there probably are laws, but who's checking there? Ah, <laughs> uh, this is why I, I we need, see, I, 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 like I said, nothing surprises me anymore. I'm not surprised. <laughs> if he wants to go screw a donkey, well, uh, yeah, well, that's the joke between farmers and sheep sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Don't, man, who needs I've, wives now? <laughs> I've learned. Yeah, right. I've learned that if you want good jokes, if you want material for your jokes, all you have to do is read the news. Mm. Yeah. 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 You got to find some good stuff there. Yeah. In fact, the uh, where I've been getting the whole goat thing that I got was a uh, last year I bought myself one of those desk calendars. And, you know, the ones where you rip off every day. Sure. And now, uh, but it's uh, the uh, weird things. It's called weird things people do that you would not believe. So every day I rip. Yeah, every day I wake up and I look at that, and that's where I rip mine off. And all I read was, in this country, it's illegal to uh, have sex with a goat unless it's a female goat. Mm. I'm like, wait, what? Ah, ah, mm. Wake up. Yeah, yeah, and that's Mm. my wake-up call. It's like, yeah, I'm happy I live in Canada. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, but, geez, yeah. Oh, well. Well, that's our planet, buddy. That is the world here. Um, yeah, I guess we can call this episode a wrap, but we should do this again sometime. Uh, my man, anytime you want to, give me a call. Let me know. Give me a heads up. And it's been a pleasure. Yeah, buddy. good stuff. It's, like I said, it's been great to see you again. Uh, yeah, you too, while, man. Right? And, uh, but anytime, man. Anytime yeah. you like me on your show, just on your podcast, just give me a heads up. Let me know. I gladly do it. Sounds good. Do you have anything you want to promote? I don't know. If- have anything anything? i haven't been doing anything right now on my nothing uh everyone stay safe uh love each other or hate everyone equally i don't really care as long as (laughs) 
as long as it's all equally, you know, it's either love everyone equally or hate everyone equally. Don't leave anyone out. And if you're going to hate anything, remember Nickelback. Fucking hate Nickelback. You heard it from the man himself. All right, everyone. This is not being the episode. This is Paolo. Uh, thanks for being on the show, buddy. You too, my man. Thank you very much. Have a good one. You too, man. Thanks.